Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, guys, to another Believe in TCU football with JD and Lauren Cottrell. Guys, today we're going to be previewing the TCU versus number 14 Baylor game this Saturday at Amanji Carter Stadium at 2.30 p.m. JD, let's get right into it. Baylor is 7-1 on the season. TCU is now 3-5. This is a huge rival of ours. We were talking about on the last show how we both kind of think that this is our biggest rival of the season. We're three games away from being bowl eligible. There's a lot that's riding on this game. What do you think we need to do going into this game? Um, I think right out of the gate, we got to get the momentum. We have to get the momentum right out of the gate. Um, this is a pretty powerful team, I must say, um, with you know their defense playing really, really good this season and their offense being able to score points. So um, they've beat Texas. They've beat BYU. That's a ranked team. They've beat West Virginia. Um, and they've beat Iowa State. Um, so this this is not a team that we can take lightly or wait to the second half to try to play. We're going to have to come out of the gate swinging early um, if we want to get that momentum. So, yeah, we, we got to come out on fire. We got to do it from the start. I agree, and I think there's a lot even more riding on this game because, you know, I was kind of just thinking about – I think I have heard a lot the timing of this game is absolutely impeccable. You know, there's yeah. a lot of changes that have been happening this week, a lot of issues that have been going on in the past few weeks. Um, you know, just a few. We've had head coaching changes. We have Max Duggan with a broken foot. We've had Zach Evans out. Um, you know, we're coming off of one of our worst losses in, you know, some say TCU history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I-, I completely agree. We got to definitely come out guns blazing this weekend. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, and – um you know, like you said, it's just the timing for everything has just been uh, a nightmare, so to speak, because it's like, you know, you I mean, injuries happen. Don't get me wrong. Injuries happen. We get through those. We figure those out. Next man up. Uh, but when the captain of your ship um, is let go and um, everybody has to kind of hold on tight and kind of figure out who's going to take the lead and what roles are going to be taken and what people are going to be doing, you know, that that's a that's a strategy that takes some time to figure out mm-hmm. um you know unless you know tcu has some secret sauce or something that they can figure it out in a matter of hours um but you know i i i still have faith in us um we've you know in my tenure there my two years there we be baylor um so you know they they have been known to give us a game or two baylor has mm-hmm. uh but i must say um coach uh um Armand, I think it's Armand, I think. Is how you say his last name? I think yeah, it's Armand. Armand. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh the defense coordinator at LSU and um he knows how to call a defense. <laughs> he definitely knows how to call a defense. Um so, you know, hats off to him with this defense and uh we'll get into numbers a little bit later on, but like you said, like the timing wow has <laughs> I mean, you you couldn't even draw this up any other way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you kind of talked about a little bit of the history. I guess some of the history uh, between TCU and Baylor is, you know, obviously it is a huge rivalry. Uh, We're both – is Baylor's private, right? They are considered private? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. I did hear that once before. Um, Yeah. Hadn't gotten confirmed, but I have heard that before. Yeah, I always thought they were private. If not, I mean, we're both 
you know, the Christian schools of the South, whatever. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it's a huge rivalry in Texas. Uh, TCU does own the rivalry with 44 wins, 35 losses. Uh, And, you know, we we do have the advantage of where we we did. We are coming off of a season where we beat them 33 to 23 last year in 2020. But, you Mm -hmm. know, the good the cool thing about college football, cool and, you know, sometimes bad is I feel like you just really never know coming into the game you know, how, how they're going to play, how, how, the, how it's going to end up. And, you know, Baylor was a completely different team last year yep. than they mm-hmm. are this year. Um, so that's definitely going to make this game interesting. And again, it's going to, TCU is going to have to come out with, you know, some aggression and, and come out with some momentum early on. Yeah, most definitely. Um, um, like you said, it's, it's, <laughs> They've been known. They've been known that we've we're winning the series. Um, but you kind of made the mention of college football and how exciting it is. And I, I know in the NFL they say any given Sunday. Um, and you know, in this case, any given Saturday, um, a team can be beat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over the course of the season or last few weeks, I must say that there has been um some upsets, some unranked teams beating some ranked teams. So um this could certainly be one of those weekends where that happens. Um, whether it be done early on in the game or whether it be done later in the game or, you know, in overtime or something like that, we really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, this could be any given Saturday where TCU could, you know, find their their rhythm early and keep it and maintain it and, you know, come out with a win on the other end. But, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Dave Aranda, um, he's, he's a student of Gary Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, as, a, as a young coach getting into his career, um, he watched a lot of the things that Gary Patterson did. And I know one of the uh, articles said that uh, he would, when he was a young coach, Dave Aranda, when he was a young coach, he'd find these bootleg tapes of Gary Patterson to learn how to teach defense and run defense and, you know, run and call the defense. So um, again, Dave Aranda, amazing, amazing man, amazing coach, um, understands his craft and understands what he's good at. Um, so he's, you know, this game won't be any slack at all. We're going to have to score some points to, in order to win it. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I saw that too. I, I don't, I didn't see it in an article, but I did see um, a video of, of uh, Baylor's head coach giving a tribute to coach Patterson and saying that exact thing, which I thought was really cool. Um, you, you know, I think that's cool when, when coaches learn off of each other and uh, yeah. I think it's a really cool story, but um yeah, that's that that Baylor defense is <laughs> it's tough for us that <laughs> he learned is. from Coach Patterson because we know Coach Patterson knows how to run a defense, but uh yeah, that's gonna be tough for us this this uh upcoming Saturday. You know, just going off of numbers, uh the Bears have allowed less than twenty points per game, uh less than three hundred and forty yards, and you know, overall they're they're just they're an aggressive, aggressive defense. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't they don't they don't offer a lot of uh, a lot of great openings for you know our offense to get through. So that's definitely going to be something that's really interesting. Yeah, most definitely. Um, like you said, I mean, they've only allowed you know on average three hundred and forty yards a game, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, we're sitting, we're obviously sitting above that as an offense. But um, this defense, you know, they don't they don't lack in in many areas. Um, only giving up, you know, two hundred and nine yards, two hundred and ten yards in the passing game, and one hundred and thirty in the rushing. So, this defense, like you said, it's very aggressive, and apparently they understand how to um, complete the the assignment and to slow teams down. So, 
um, yeah, we, we're definitely going to have to score a lot of points, I believe. And and I think it's going to be – I think it's going to have to come from all all phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, because, again, this team is not 7-1 and one for no reason. They've uh, knocked off some good oppo- opponents on the way up uh, to this uh, 12, uh, 12 ranking that they have nationally. So, you know, like like we said, I mean, TCU is, is going to have to come out and fire on all cylinders on Saturday. We're going to have to. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, e- even coming off of that, it, we're coming off of an awful loss, and they're coming off of a win against Texas. <laughs> yeah so yeah. you know and not saying you know texas isn't ranked so it's not like it's you know they're coming mm-hmm. off of an iowa state or a byu win but you know it's it's we still lost to texas um so yeah it's it we're definitely coming in from very different angles this week so uh yeah. it's definitely going to be something that you know i completely agree we're gonna have to fire on all cylinders because and, and you know that that comes a lot from 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 offense, I guess too. I, it's funny we did it backwards this week. Talked about defense first, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, going to our offense, I, I don't. Do we know if Zach Evans is playing this weekend? Have we heard? Um, I haven't heard anything on my end. Um, yeah. I would just assume that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the kind of situation that we're in, so I would just assume that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there. In again, there's a lot of things that are up in the air. You know, we had Chandler Morris playing half of our game last week against Kansas State. So, you know, it hasn't come out and said if there was something wrong with Max Duggan or if, you know, like we were talking about, if that was just them experimenting. But, you know, that's kind of something that could potentially be up in the air too. It's just, you know, us wanting to come in super, super strong. And I feel like there's just a lot of things that are very much up in the air right now. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. There's a lot of things up in the air. And, um, you know, for us, to get it uh, bowl eligible, just a lot of things are just going to have to go right um, in the next couple of weeks, you know. Um, you know, obviously we've been having changes. Um, guys have been um, injured and recovered and injured and recovered, and we've had, you know, our struggles on defense. And so it's, it's again, this is not – it's not a recipe for disaster, but it is an opportunity for TCU to really, really um, dig their cleats in the ground and hold their ground. Or you know, fight them, fight them until hell freezes over, as we say. So, you know, <laughs> and then fight them uh, on the ice. Yeah, and then fight them on the ice. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's this is definitely one of those defining moments, I must say, um, because you know, a lot of eyes are going to be on TCU this weekend, um, just because of the recent, you know, head coaching changes. And so, again, you know, instead of looking at this weekend in a um, pessimistic way of, you know, saying, well, you know, oh, we got guys out and yeah, you know, Coach Patterson is gone. Um, I think this could be a defining moment where TCU actually starts uh, a brand new wave or a brand new um, way of playing, you know, so to speak, um, sure. to show that, you know, it's still TCU at the end of the day, still got to be still a team that you you must respect and, and that you should fear um, in, in one in one way or another. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the game on Saturday. I think a lot of stuff is going to happen for sure. Oh, and I'm glad you said fear. We're wearing the reds this weekend. Yes. Oh, yes. I yes. am so excited yes. for the reds. I've been waiting yes. for those to come out. So I, I yes. guess for fear the for, blood. Yeah. I guess for listeners, you know, if you don't know what the reds are, basically, uh, horn frogs, their, uh, mechanism is that they shoot, 
uh, blood out of their eyes to their predators. Uh, so we have jerseys that have blood red on them, uh, you know, kind of outlining the numbers and outlining the mm-hmm. neckline. And they're really, really cool jerseys. And so I've been waiting all season for those to be brought out. So I think this is the perfect game. Um, especially the perfect timing too, you know, to kind of show like, Hey, you know, we've had a lot happen, but here we are, we're coming out for blood. Yeah, man. I mean, this is the perfect time. It's almost like a movie almost. Um, (laughs) it's almost like a movie, you know, the two, the two heavyweight guys are going to go to battle. Um, but I, I love those jerseys. I think, I think the year they came out of the first year we wore them, um, I think they got recognized as like the best uniform in all of college football. They did. Um, yeah. So it's and it's been a while since we wore them. Um, I think I th- <laughs> I think that we got some flack, uh, a little bit of flack from from, you know, TCU fans, TCU alums about the red and the gray and the whole, you know, meaning behind the horn frog and what he does with the blood. Like there's a lot that went a lot of flack that came behind wearing those jerseys the first time. But yeah. I think everybody might be on board this time. I, I, like I, I got to say, yeah, I think everybody might be on board. Yeah. No, I, I think I was one of those people, too, probably. I was like, why do we have red? Like, why do we have red? <laughs> but I think they're so oh, yeah. cool. Even on Most the cleats, definitely. too. Every Everything on the uniform. It's it's really cool. It's definitely I'm, – I'm excited for that. And, again, I think it was a perfect time for them to be pulling that out. And, you know, something kind of interesting that we've been talking about head coaching changes and – uh, you know, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I did read in an article that um, Coach Patterson has been uh, attending practice and just kind of like, you know, watching, you know, giving his giving his hand where needed. I'm not sure if that's confirmed at all, but uh, I definitely did read that somewhere. Hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. It's it's uh it's it's hard, you know. I, I it's it's hard for him to just detach like that. Oh, yeah. You know, um, he's been, he's built their program up uh, from the ground up and he's been here the last 22 years. Like I, I just, there's no way I could just see him walking away. Just, no. you know, not, not doing anything. So um, I hope mid-season it is confirmed too. that he's doing that. Yeah. Mid season. Absolutely. Yeah, mid season, man. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I love that, that article I sent you um, about, you know, what Lincoln Riley said about the coaching changes and how you know if they're going to continue to do this mid-season then they're going to open the floodgates for disaster um because mm-hmm. it's going to become a trend and that like we mentioned on the last episode that could just be something that goes downhill and it could affect so many different people in so many different situations but um uh, if if you guys are interested in reading that it's on espn you can go find it um, but Lincoln Riley definitely had uh, Coach Pete's back, which I, I love. I love oh, to death love about that. that. He did. He definitely had his back. He said this that that just ain't right. That ain't right, man. That they yeah. did that. But, um, but yeah, I, I hope Coach Pete has been in practice. I really does. I, mm-hmm. I hope he has um, been doing his thing from afar. Um, and I and I think if if that is the case, I think he. I'm sure he's going to continue to do that. There's no like I said. There's no way he can just walk away from it. You know. No, absolutely not. No, I can't even imagine. I mean, that's the last 22 years of your life. Uh, yeah. And I definitely. mean, even before that, you know, that 22 years mm-hmm. only just at TCU. Um, right. So, yeah, no, I, I can't even imagine. But um, if that's the case, you know, I'm really looking forward to this game even more then because uh, 
it's definitely different. It, it would it's it's definitely different. It's a different feel uh, in heaven. <laughs> it's kind of funny because you were saying last show about how everyone's kind of acting and talking like this is like a funeral. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I've heard so many people say, which you know is a good thing, but it's it's funny the way it's worded that this game is in honor of Coach P. Yeah, <laughs> which is it's great, you know. Yeah, obviously, it's, play it's for awesome. him, play your hearts out. But I just think the wording is funny because it's like, this isn't a funeral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wordplay. Yeah, the wordplay is definitely kind of kind of funky there. Like you know, it's yeah for sure. Definitely play hard for Coach B. I mean, play hard in general. Like we still got to get bowl yeah, eligible, really. so play hard in any way. But yeah, like you said, it is kind of you know the the wording the the, the words that are being chosen um and the way they've been played is kind of funny though yeah yeah for sure all right well guys this saturday tcu is going to be taking on baylor bears at amanji carter stadium at 2 30 p.m again this is going to be an awesome game can't wait to come back on monday to talk about the recap of it hopefully it's going to be some good stuff and guys also we have somebody very very special coming and joining us on monday i'm not going to tell you who it is but you're just going to have to tune in to find out uh so yeah as always let us know your opinions your comments your questions and we will see you guys on monday for our recap thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.